Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Nate and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nate, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl, Nakai, and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, love ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Where's My Blueprint podcast, where we talk about all things adulting while entertaining, educating, and giving some inspirational thoughts and comments all about our experience. So it's cooler outside. We're a lot happier about to start some eating some really good food if you haven't already. Today for our either or, I don't remember why I had thought about this for some reason, but I tend to like those this or that in regards to like senses. So I want to know either lose your sense of touch or lose your sense of taste. The faces of contemplation. I'm going to say lose my sense of touch only because I need to be able to taste stuff. This is giving me big COVID vibes. I need to be able to know that food is good, food is nasty. Likewise, you could be eating dog food and not know because you don't have no taste. But touch, sometimes I'm clumsy, especially while under the influence. If I lose my sense of touch, I can touch the stove and not burn myself. Like I can get under the hottest water and it not scald me. I mean, granted, it's going to have the same effect of the skin, but I won't have those sensors and sensations. So I'm going to go with loss of touch. I do find this interesting. And (laughs) I say that because my mind started wondering like, okay, well, loss of touch, meaning is it like my hand and I just can't feel any sensory or like touching my hands, but if someone else touched me, I feel that because that's a different part of my body. Like, how did you define? find that because I was like oh well if it's like me just touching things then yeah because I'm very sensory oriented because if I touch something that's slimy and that's not supposed to be slimy I won't feel that and I'll be like okay and my sensory uh, my nervous system would you know regulate but if you're talking about like a whole body like I like if someone touched me I can't even feel that I don't know about that because I would like to know when someone's behind me and the hair stands up you know and you're touching me because you may have nasty hands and sweaty anyway and then I think (laughs) The loss of taste. Did not even think about COVID, but I can see where that's come from. But I'm like, I would probably choose the loss of taste only because some of the things that I know are so good for you, like Brudar Root and uh, Budar Root and all of those different vitamins and minerals are gross. The taste is nasty. Some of those you cannot mask. So I'm going to go for a loss of taste knowing that I can at least be healthier. That's interesting you say that. I didn't think too deep deeply as far as touch goes as far as like all over body touch because now you got my spidey senses tingling I'm like hold up wait a minute because I have an answer now I'm not 100% sure in said answer because I like touch is one of my love languages 
<laughs> so like I was like, oh wait a minute, hold on. Do I not want to keep that? My original answer is I would rather lose a sense of touch because I also have sensory issues in some instances. So like textures are weird, and I feel as though I absolutely for certain need taste. We know this via past episodes. I'm always talking about snacking. I have to be able to taste my food. But I know that there are some foods that are better for me and that are good for me that I don't eat because I don't like the texture. So if I can't identify that texture, I feel like I would be able to eat better things or things that are probably good for me. So that's why I would go with touch. Although I do like a good orgasm. So hmm, I didn't really think this through because I feel like you you got a touch from the inside. You know what I'm saying? Does that not work? See, the way I read that is me touch not get touched i mean i didn't think about it either way though so now that's something to consider <laughs> that's why I would add, that's why i said on mine of like well is it like me touching things or my whole entire body and someone touching me because that's a loss of touch is a loss of could be full body or whatever we don't know that's why i asked those questions yeah. so but even in the words you just said you said someone touching me that's they touch but it's that's still your body because you have to feel that touch like you have to feel that sensation I, on you i can feel a touch but me feeling a touch is not me touching it's something touching me so now the question is what do you is the difference it? if there is a difference between touch and feel no, well this is a good either or we're gonna go move on <laughs> Because I feel like this is going to be a conversation. We're going to keep going back and forth. And I'm like, uh, I can already see Nate going to uh, Google and define what is touch and what is feel. <laughs> exactly. I feel like this is one of those questions that shows up on those like um, like card games, like conversational games. You know what mm. I'm saying? Oh, like that tonight's just conversation. Go on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So y'all, that was good. I like that. And y'all tell us in the uh, comments, is there a difference between touch, feel, and would you rather have your sense of touch or would you rather lose touch or taste? Which one are y'all rocking with? But that we are going to transition into our quote of the episode. And our quote today is, laughter is timeless. Imagination has no age and dreams are forever by Walt Disney. I think I like this. And I say that because number one, I do think laughter is is absolutely probably the most important thing, at least in my life, in order to deal with day-to-day adulthood, just humanness in this country. Like, you gotta have some shit to laugh about. And we all know if any Black person has been on social media, we can't take nothing serious. And that's how we get through today. Let's be real. Um, But I feel like imagination is also important because that allows us to be creative and allows us to continue to create and bring purpose to our day-to-day, whether that is starting businesses or creating art or even just creating comfortable, healthy spaces for ourselves. So I feel as though having those things and really implementing them for as long as you possibly can are pretty important. So without like taking the the whimsy out of the quote, I think I like this a lot. I like the quote. However, my only huh is dreams are forever. As someone who for 
forgiving? Are they forever? It's kind of like the, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound or not? Because is it forever in my subconscious? Because if it's in my subconscious, consciously, I forgot about it. So it's not really forever. Yeah, I'm on one today. Excuse me. So I'm loving this because <laughs> the interpretations today are interesting. Because when I read this quote, I agree with both of y'all. Like laughter is not only timeless, it's priceless because that's something that really is, it does feed your soul and feed, like can change your whole entire vibe, right? Imagination has no age. I do agree with that because some of these people are out here inventing stuff and they're like 60, 70, 80 years old. Dreams are forever. That is funny because I heard and interpret that as if you have a dream that you want to create, if you want to do, like, let's say you want it to be Walt Disney. <laughs> to invent something those dreams are forever and always with you (laughs) I love the interpretation no same my interpretation of that part was not a specific dream but the continuousness of having dreams or goals or things like that like throughout life there's always something we're working towards whether that's finally doing that laundry or finally creating that app or whatever there's always something happening and like that's the forever part that I interpreted but I'd definitely be forgetting the dreams except for the random ones like the T like the T-Rex one but yeah that's weird y'all right (laughs) no I like that interpretation too because I mean hey every everybody this is like a beautiful example of adulting but also engaging with other humans because everyone interprets words and semantics and sentence structures differently depending on how their experience is the way they are where they are in the world where where they are in their personal life right now so thank you so y'all we are going to get into today's topic today I don't know about y'all but I'm learning that like as I am transitioning into this adulting ish shit I mean hood It, it it comes with some, some great things. Like for me, and I say this and think of like, what's your favorite visual stimulation or like what I define that as like, what's your favorite movies or what are some things you love to look at? Or what are some things that um when you see brings you joy, right? And so I don't know about y'all, but do y'all have like any favorite movies or favorite things you like to watch, especially like transitioning, like from your teenager For me, it was like true blood. Now I'm on some grown-ish stuff kind of <laughs> so when I was a kid I used to and by kid I mean like I was in high school I used to watch Alice in Wonderland every day and I mean every day like the VHS tape stayed in the VCR and all I had to do was just rewind and then play like I never took it out I would watch it every single day and it's my favorite Disney movie to this day as far as non-animated movies coming to America I will watch every day of my life and laugh like I've never seen it and I know every single word and it is so funny to me in a very close second is the fifth element because if you haven't seen the fifth element and you've seen Chris Tucker in this rose uh cat suit <laughs> with the roses around the collar that movie is so funny and I freaking love it my brother and I quote random things from these movies all the time like they're so embedded in who we are I I love watching them I definitely enjoy watching those two movies on a very regular basis it's funny that yours younger like movie was Alice in Wonderland because kid you not little Nay 
one year decided to watch um, Love and Basketball every Sunday after church. If that ain't on brand, I don't know what is. Like faithfully, every Sunday after I took, you know, the post-church nap, popped it in, watched it straight through, dang near cried every week. But yes, every week for a year, at least, I watched Love and Basketball. See, that is interesting. So mine... One, uh, Alice in Wonderland, that was an interesting, I don't think I ever got through that because I was like, these characters are a little bizarre. And then my mind went other stuff and I was like, yeah, this, this can't, I can't watch this. But as an adult, it's great. <laughs> my younger self, mm-mm. For me, my love of musicals. So I could watch anything that had like musical or anything like that or like singing. I could watch that all day, every day. And like my favorite one so far has been like, um, I don't know if y'all know this one, but Chicago, the musical. No. Oh, it has Queen Latifah, Maya. It's some big hitters in there, if I'm not mistaken. But I just remember Queen Latifah and Maya because I was like, oh, Maya's back. And I would watch that one so much where now I know every single song. I know some of the dance moves. I know like I've tried to do like some of the dancing and pretend like I'm in my when I'm in my you know privacy of my own home <laughs> pretend like I'm one of the uh dancers especially when it goes like he had it coming he had it coming he had it coming oh yes he did if you would have been there you would have seen it you would have did exactly what I did and then <laughs> Yeah, she finna sing the whole musical. I was. Props to you for remembering all the lyrics, because I feel like anytime I try to remember lyrics, they none of them ever come to the forefront without the music. If I hear the music, then I'm like, oh, okay, I know where to go. But like acapella, last, I I got nothing for you. So because you just jogged my memory with musicals, have y'all seen Straight Out of Oz by Todrick Hall? Yes, one thousand percent. Oh my gosh, we went to the actual. uh, We went to the show. We went to the concert. I love that musical. Close second is the remake of The Wiz. Now, the one with Michael, I'm probably going to lose my black card for this, but I didn't like it. I went to sleep. But that one where they got, you know, pop it like a poppy. Pop it like a one. Pop it like a poppy. You know, like the poppies in the, the field space. I'm going to send, the link will be in the blog, but I'm also going to send it to the group chat. Okay. Yes, <laughs> it's a must. Oh my gosh. Yeah, girl, Todrick Hall, he's a good one. Yes, because that show, and uh, the funny part is, is uh, Sunny D, you know, memories. It was like the memory came up with all of us in there, and we were like kissing, like going, like, and then the two random people behind us, like, uh, what is photo bombed? Mm-hmm. Oh, my I still God. have some of those pictures. That was such a good show. I it mean, he, we all know that he's kind of problematic now. And people, a lot of people have issues with him, but that tour was incredible. Yes, they do. Bag it up. What does oh, yeah. y'all do besides dance with Taylor Swift? Appar- apparently, a lot of stuff. Not to be all gossipy, which we could talk about this offline, but not paying people on time and um, him just running his mouth a lot. Apparently, granted, I'm not in the community like that. But Twitter be talking and it comes across my timeline and he be trending and it's always negative. So uh, apparently there's some stuff going on, but you can't tell me that the straight out of Oz tour was not amazing because it was. That and because we're on him and I apologize if he ain't paid y'all. I'm always a person that's like, get your money first. So y'all need to put contracts in place moving forward. Hopefully this is a life lesson that don't move forward unless A, a contract is in place or you at least get half your money up front. But going forward, um... Todd, you get your life together. But the one thing I love, I don't know if y'all saw this, like how he first started when he went to McDonald's and he was like in the drive-thru talking about, well, 
I want us something, something on the side and da 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 and do 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 do. And then like the lady was like, oh, that would be X amount. Like she got the whole order right. And he was like, you got everything? She was like, yeah, thank you for thinking. Keep going. And then I, the I remember that a lot of his YouTube videos were so good back in the day. Man, um, the one that he did the uh, flash mob at Target to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen that? Oh, I got to no, see that, that one. That one was oh, yeah. so good. Like people were like, wait, what's going on? And then like he didn't have like one to two to three. He had. What's that? Yes. The album. Ah, oh, so good. Straight out of eyes. It's he so had, good. Um, like over, well, I want to say like 50 or 60 people dancing with him. It was amazing. Yeah. I'll send that to you. I'm putting a chat for the blog too. Also, Cinderance. <laughs> Y'all remember that? That was so good. I mean, the brother is talented. Let's be for real. Like, we got to call a spade a spade. He's so talented. I mean, it just sounds like a story in Igor's doing Igorish things, but now they're famous. So you can't do Igorish things. Like, you can't be late on paying people, especially in the age of social media. <laughs> like, you can't be walking around like you still doing, you know, performances at your local community center. You just can't. And at this day and age, let's be like you said, we want our coins. Like, we're not doing all this stuff, especially like if you're going on tour with him he's buying all these houses and y'all we have definitely switched this up <laughs> but um people see and i just heard this in a um podcast i listened to of like people see the main person making the money making the bread and it they're like well what about me what about the stuff i'm doing like at this point pay me because i'm helping you out too because without us how would you do your tour with your background dancers and stuff like that but yeah he is a very talented one and my favorite one is twerking in the rain Yo, twerking eight. in the rain. Eight, what a eight, wonderful feeling. Get it, Sunny mm, D. Mm, Get mm, it, Nate. Mm, hey, they booties in the air and they shaking it all day. I haven't seen that in a very long time. And now I'm going to have to go through a whole like binge of all of his old stuff. The most recent thing, though, when him and Brandy got together and did a melody of the Cinderella soundtrack. Oh, oh, listen, my whole heart, my whole heart. It was Oh, good. I think they did it right before the, like, what before the major anniversary. It's either 10 or 20 years. I can't remember which one it was. But it's so good. She was in the dress and everything. Oh, my God. It was so good. I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I know you had all of your feels because you getting your feels right now. <laughs> I'm binging all of it immediately. Immediately. So I am here for it because I know you love Brandy. <laughs> I feel like Brandy's your long lost sister. Have y'all ever been like to like an opera or like opera or enjoy opera or am I the solo dolo person? Up oh, as both of y'all cover your face. Okay. I have not been to an opera. I have performed a terrible opera randomly around the house a time or two in my day but I haven't been to an opera like get dressed up in something super fancy and go sit in a really dark theater and listen to people seeing things in languages that I don't understand I have not done that the closest I've come to opera was Carmen the hip opera and trapped in the closet Yes. So this is why I feel like all three of us are kindred, kindred spirits in different ways. So I know all the words to that one too. <laughs> that one on VHS. I did. <laughs> Um, I love that one. That was the first time I was like, oh, Beyonce. She's an actress. But that one was a good one. 
as Sunny D gathers herself. <laughs> I love the opera. I do like um, dressing up when I was in undergrad. They took the honor students to an opera before so we can at least be cultured. And like they did a lot of stuff. Looking back, that program taught me a lot of stuff and made me, not made me, but helped me become the person I am today of like business etiquette and all that crap. But <laughs> they took us to, we had an option to go to an opera. And I was like, okay, of course I was the only black person there. But it was so cool like dressing up and like seeing all the money in the room. That's the first thing I looked at. I was like, oh, this is money, like money, money. But it was so cool just to hear because I think y'all know by now, like my sensor, my sensory is like all over the place most of the time. Uh, my senses are most, oh, my senses are all over the place most of the time. But listening to them hit like notes that I didn't, like even Mariah Carey can't hit. Like, girl, it is beautiful. And then my sister's uh, friend, uh, Madeline Brene, she's like now a hip hop opera singer like she was on I don't know if y'all know who um Tyrell show is the Tyrell show yeah she was on there and I'll send the link too so y'all can see it but she hits notes and this is like I grew up with her so like she sings all the time but I never knew she can like sing as high as she can and I'm like this is fascinating and to see black or melanated opera singers it makes my day so the closest that I've gotten to the opera is that scene in the fifth element with the blue lady <laughs> and she gets on stage at the same time that Lilu is having like a full-on like fight in the the hotel room to get the stones so if y'all seen the movie that that particular song is incredible and they actually perform that like you have to be incredibly vocally talented and vocally strong to perform that that song because it's so the range is ridiculous i'll have to find the clip so that we could put it in the blog we can show it in the group chat but just that particular scene is one of my favorite things and i bust vocal cords trying to imitate it every time i watch it but it is so good that's the closest i've got See, I don't think I could do opera unless it's melanated. Like a lot of, let's just keep it a buck. A lot of the art, if it's not by melanated people, it's a tad bit bland and stale. So if I'm going to do some opera and hearing all that vibrato and having to concentrate real hard to make out the word, I'm going to need it to have a little saison, a little lauris, a little something on it. Then you are going to love, I already put in a group chat and it'll be in the blog for everybody else, Madeline Bernay. She is like the way she she, I'm not going to even try to hit the notes, but I'll do the beat because she was like doing like these high notes. And then all of a sudden it was like a and she's like hitting these like notes going higher and higher and higher. And I'm over here like, hey, OK, 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 not even going to try to hit these notes because Sunny D is blessed. I know my I know I would end up with no voice the next day. <laughs> Yes. And not because I had an orgasm from touch, but because. Mm. <laughs> 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 <Nate's face. laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So damn it, you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> I was going somewhere with this, I promise. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <clears throat> so that reminds me, I also really enjoy any time that Black people are in spaces creatively that historically have always not been melanated. There's always that, that you know, that flavor that only we can provide. You know what I'm saying? Which is one of the reasons why I like 
like, and I follow her on IG. Um, is it Madison Callie? I have to find her name. She plays the harp. She plays the harp. That's the chick that's always dressed to the nines. I mean, baby girl is fine. We did a moment of nation of her. We did it. Because mm-hmm. she was I, a sexy I harp love. player. And she made yes. that sexy. Yes. I love seeing these classically, aka whites, like arts being infiltrated with our creativity and just the power that we as Black people have. And it is so beautiful that there's a gentleman that is, the name is escaping me right now, but I can see this particular video in my mind where he plays the violin, but it's like trap violin. Black. Like, you know what I'm talking about, he has a, the, One of the songs is called A Flat, but he's Black, the Black violinist. I know who you're talking about. Yes. I follow you know him exactly too. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes. I need to Where he would like, he would like, he gets hired to do weddings sometimes and he's playing like back that ass up, but on a violin, like we make everything better. Let's be for real. I agree. Black people is the ish. I agree. Black people is the ish. So my question for y'all, have y'all ever, like, do y'all really enjoy watching people dance? I know that sounds weird, but I enjoy, like, that's another visual stimulation for me is that I really enjoy watching, like, people dance or, like, really the art of dancing. Do y'all enjoy any of that too? I'm like, I don't know if I'm the only one again. I just can't get down, once again, with non-melanated ballet because I, I need some words. I need some something. If I don't have no beat, I need some words. We tried to go to the ballet once upon a time and I was sleepy. Like I I was like, I think pregnant at the time with Alex. So it was nothing for me to just go to sleep. I was in my holiday sweater, real comfy leggings. It was a good old time. But yeah, I but other than that, I like watching people dance because of the athleticism. You know, dancing, that is a workout. And the people who can do it, like all them turns and splits and all of that stuff in an eight count and not lose your breath or mess up or need a pause that takes skill the flashbacks of me being on drill team when i was a tiny human and the fact that we had an eight minute routine for competition do you know how long eight minutes is do you know how many eight counts is in an eight minute routine a lot and i did that for years now going up and down the stairs these lungs okay it's a lot but ever since then watching competitive dance when oh y'all remember that show what was that show america's best dance crew do y'all remember that when like the the first one was like the Jabberwockies one or whatever. I love that shit. I loved it. And there is a group that keeps popping on my timeline sporadically that is so precise, like the precision and the intensity in which they dance and they do these routines just fill my eight count heart. I love it so much. And in my mind, my knees can still do what they used to do. They can't in real life. But in my mind, I'm like, I could totally do that. You be watching these routines and just like, I could do that. And then you you can't. That's how I blew my knee out. But anyways, yes, I love me a good, I love me a good dance a dance routine for sure so I immediately thought of two things one um what Nay said about black contemporary dancing I don't I I know y'all have seen the movie brown sugar right and then in the episode in the movie part of the movie where they go with her parents to um or was it brown sugar no it was um something new or something like that with Tania Lathan and the white guy and they were dating right no the movie's not coming to you I feel like the same I feel like there's been multiple 
Soul, Black Woman. Well, that, but Black Woman with the White Guy movie and the families clash. And now I'm getting my my storylines mixed up. Well, in this one, I'm getting my people mixed up. I don't know which one I'm talking about. It was something new with Sanaya Lathan. And I remember because when they said contemporary contemporary art with melanated people, I remember she was, it was a scene where they were at a um, recital or something, but um, they were watching these two Black women or Black people do this performance. And it was so intriguing because how Nay said, like, the beautiful of the art, but they were talking with their bodies. And it was kind of, like, erotic. And so I remember her brother was like, Mom, Sanaya's dating a white guy. And they were like, what? In the middle of the show? And I just thought about that when uh, Nay was talking about just dancing and contemporary art. But then also when you were talking about like the competitive dancers, I even think of these little, the little kids, I forgot their show. Dang, I don't know the name of, but how they are competitive at that young age. And like you said, an eight count to do one dance, I am learning salsa and bachata. When I say every day I come back and I'm like, my abs hurt. I'm tired. I'm mentally drained and I just need to, I need to go to bed because it's so it not only takes physical energy but the men- the mental capacity you have to have to hold every single step every single time like it's beautiful but at the same time like i need these little kids brains and bodies i am going to put this on my docket for 2024 to get back into some sort of dancing whether that is doing videos in my living room or something because I desperately miss it and it was one of my favorite things to do as a kid I was gonna say when we were talking about contemporary dance I was gonna say like praise dancing but then you said erotic and I was like well that's not it so kind of but not I'm just trying to learn how to throw it in a circle before the end of 2024 I'm here for you sis you gonna do it you gonna do it I know you I know you are you got this you got this you got this and you know the um person that you sent me who do the workout that be like pop her on the head oh pop her on the head <laughs> he gonna teach me how to throw it in a circle i'm telling you the videos that i sent you they said it is in the hip circles that's that's what they said it's in the hip circles it's tighten all... that core work them hips it is truly all about the hips and i'm gonna go on a quick tangent like you really gotta loosen these hips up because as women i'm learning like our stress yeah may go on our shoulders but i our actual stress goes straight to our hips and it locks and we can't do <laughs> my brain went so 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 blueprint after dark <laughs> we cannot do a lot of things or activities with locked hips you gotta open it up you gotta move it you gotta twirl it you gotta lubricate it like I don't know how else to say it but it is you gotta lubricate your hips and how you do that I just learned this in yoga on Wednesday because she was telling us it was a lady in there who was like 85 and you know like in a yoga pose where you go all the way down and like your legs are open and you're like pushing them open a little bit more to get your feet flat on the floor versus up anywho But the yoga instructor was telling us that like um, the reason why most of our hips aren't right to the side is because our hip part isn't lubricated enough. And when you get older, you lose that lubrication because if you can't put your, if you can't stand up and do like one um, hip circle, meaning you take your leg and go in a circle, then you need to start working that out more because you're losing lubrication. How say you lubricate it? Do you need to eat the okra? Like what? what is this lubrication? device. So it's not a device, it's your body. So you know how if you don't use it, you lose it. And then all that lubrication goes somewhere else that you're using. If you can't like 
keep your torso straight and then lift straight to the side and it hurts that means your hips need to be open more and then if you do it to the other side and then the other one is like if you so like if you're like this and then you have to like squeeze your legs open like that basically like if you're in a twerking position on the ground and your feet are flexed up your feet should be flat on the floor does that make sense y'all don't got a whole entire demonstration so basically it's like stretching and keeping it loose because you said lubricant and it threw me off <laughs> that's the word she used i didn't use it well she was wrong <laughs> She also said keep it open. So what I'm hearing is, is we also need to learn how to throw them hips in a circle. Which will then help you throw that ass in a circle. Ah. And pop it. Listen, it was a reason in the motherland, most of them dances are throwing it in a circle. That is the answer to all. Throw that thing in a circle. Have y'all ever did any pop-up exhibits? Or do y'all do pop-up exhibits? I haven't done one. I don't think so. Well, I've done like pop-up, like little carnivals or festival type deals, but I really want to do like those traveling exhibits like Candytopia, for example. And there's another one that I can't remember what it is. Well, also like the Van Gogh one that's like really immersive and like interactive. I mean, to go in a big thing of giant size candy, like I feel like I need to have that on my to-do list. And I haven't had a chance to do that yet. And I want to. Yeah. I don't know if I consciously went to a pop-up. Um, When we were in Miami, they had like the little art stations or whatever bought my first piece of art from one of those things yes super proud of myself but I would love to go to a pop-up art anything I love contemporary art so be it pop-up be it some weird installation that somebody just put up like a piece of random graffiti like I'm all here for it so yes, I would love to go to a pop-up art wherever. I would love to go to an underground illegal one. Just tell me when and I'll wear all black. You know where I want to go? There's a place in Vegas. I think, I'm pretty sure it's called Omega Mart. I always want to call it Omegalo Mart, but that's from that cartoon King of the Hill. And that was their grocery store was Omegalo Mart. And I always get it confused, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's called Omega Mart. But it's this big giant venue that has different immersive like exhibits within it. There's like a bar and all that other kind of stuff but this particular one is like a mock grocery store so they have like grocery aisles and there's you know like your condiments and, and there's a the meat department but there's like also hidden doors that take you into other rooms but like so it looks like for example like this is a door to like the freezer section like you go in and get some ice cream but it's actually a, a, a hidden door that you go through and it goes into another like they're all over the place in this mock grocery store type deal and it's so freaking bizarre and anytime you like YouTube video on it or reviews people have a really hard time describing what it is because it's so odd and it's so strange and it's so different but there's so many different things visually that you can be part of or immerse yourself in it's such a weird art museum in my opinion but I want to go there so bad because it's so off the wall and I want to experience stuff like that like in their meat department they have like the little you know you, you see like the cuts of chicken and stuff like that but like they have tattoos on them for whatever reason and you can buy stuff there but like a lot it's not real I don't know I'm not doing a very good job of explaining this and that's because nobody else can either you just have to go to it now I was just gonna say what it sounds like is um WNB needs to take a business retreat to Las Vegas that's what I'm hearing I second that and so we're gonna do it we just gotta wait till you get back to the states and no no October next this year 2024 2025 we gonna do it <laughs> 
<laughs> but it sounds like to me, this is like a human rat race or a human maze where you just got to figure out how to get in. Like they tell you like, hey, here you go. And then you figure it out and you're going through these different doors and stuff and you just figure it out in a fun way. But I like I like this uh, experiment on humans though. But um, so I know we talked about all different um, things that visually stimulate us and visually get our um, creative juices flowing and our singing voices or our dancing movements. But what would y'all leave the audience with uh, going to either checking out something or um, what's one thing you would want them to do? I would say if you have the opportunity just to take part or experience some form of visual art that you've never done, do it. Like even if it sounds crazy, kooky, wild, just do it. Because like me and the hubby talked about this weekend because of our holiday trip, there is no like bad vacation. Like any vacation is an experience. It can teach you what you like, what you don't like, or it's just a time to make memories with the people you do it with. So you won't, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Just do it. Mine would be, even if if you've never done something like this, you can start small and visit the science museum that's in your city. I personally love the science museum. Give me the floor with the cosmos. Give me the damn dinosaurs. I am 12 years old immediately when I walk through there and I'm getting some at the gift shop. Go to the museum. I also think doing stuff like at the aquarium or the planetarium is really cool because those things can be really immersive. And a lot of the times they have exhibits that aren't always there. So there's something new to look at next time you go. You know what I'm saying? So even if you're doing something small, start there. If you live in a bigger city, there's usually some sort of a pop-up something or festival of whatever. Go. Get your free tickets on Eventbrite or your $12 tickets on Eventbrite and show up and take some photos and just enjoy whatever experience that it is because it's probably going to be pretty cool. And I think they gave y'all the best advice because I don't know what else to add. So since I don't have anything else to add because they basically gave you the best advice I could even give you too. We, I'm going to throw it to Nay. Go ahead, girl. So guys, you know, we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too, at to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know we keep it popping hot over here, email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at whereresmyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at where'smyblueprintpod.com. So now we're going to transition into our segment of Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting... So today's moment of melanation, I wanted to shout out Jarrell Gant. I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. I'm pretty sure that I am. This is a guy that I follow on Instagram. I've been following him for quite some time. He is an Atlanta-based artist that makes, in my opinion, some of the best Black art that you can get on the market right now. So he makes these incredible canvases, these large prints, but my favorite and how I found him were these carved coffee tables that he would make out of celebrities or just Black art in general 
general. I think he became really popular because of the way that he can draw celebrities, people we know, people we admire, people that you know we've looked up to or we've enjoyed their art themselves. So he's done everybody from Aaliyah and Brandy and Michael Jackson and Angela Bassett, Janet, Lauren Hill, Cheryl Lee Roth. Like the list is incredibly long. But what I love about him is his art isn't limited to just celebrities. He has a lot of really like beautiful Black Afrocentric futuristic type art in hundreds, probably thousands featuring just people that he's highlighted with like all of our royal glory. There's crowns, there's all kinds of embellishments and it's really, really beautiful. I think he's truly a talent, one of the best visual artists on social media. You can find him on his Instagram at imitation by Jarrell. And he also has an Etsy shop, which I believe you can get to through his page. Um, But we do have a link for that as well. But one of my favorite, I put it on our thing, but he has this reel that he made. I don't know if you guys remember when the queen passed and this young lady was doing (laughs) this video of going through all of the black queens in our community that we love and we admire. And clearly that wasn't the queen that was being talked about, but he matched that reel with different paintings of all of those people that she mentioned. And I love it. It's so, it's, it's a nice little snapshot of all of the different things that he's created thus far. But the big prints are like the big canvas prints are incredible. But those coffee tables are just like, you can't put anything on the coffee tables. Like like that's the art piece. You just have to let it sit in the middle of the room. Don't touch it and make sure it's clean and it's gorgeous. I like the fact that his pictures are so, well, his art is so vibrant. You know, a lot of times when people do art of black, brown, melanated bodies, it's not, it's dull a little bit. Like it's not as bright as when people do white people stuff. But his, he's using all of these shades, all these highlight like you can see where the light that hit people's forehead this Nas photo I'm looking at is absolutely gorgeous like I'm here for all of it oh, he has this print of this little black girl that actually almost makes me want to have a little girl almost I'm over it now but yeah his work is gorgeous I, I like it I love that for him and his pieces aren't the most expensive you might have to save up a little bit but it's not out of reach of accessibility so that's great too well you were describing him I was like is this the person I follow and this is the problem when you follow people because and don't even check their name you just follow their work but it is and I adore this person because not only is he to me talented he's working in his actual purpose and I say that because I think he came across my timeline when he did like the table of Africa and then another one of Beyonce like a uh the Coachella Beyonce the one in yellow and the one in pink and I was like dang who is this person and I then went on a binge going down his timeline and like watching how he does this stuff and this is like this isn't a hobby for him this is something that again how we talked about earlier like something that he really adores like this is his his creative visual stimulation stimulation like he does this because not only because I mean yeah he can get money from it but you can tell he enjoys just creating I am always here for someone who can take something and create it and make it so beautiful yeah I actually want a table from him oh and I think he created a bookshelf for somebody and something like that because I was like I want him to make my bookshelf he this dude is dope for real for real and I see like so many paintings I want or tables and stuff and I'm like whoo you can only have so many tables in your house though that's true (laughs) that's really true I think that's how I came across him also I think it was one of the like geode African like the continent of Africa coffee tables and I was like hold up do I need this do I want this I think he did a pro he did a purple and gold one 
happen. And that's when I was like, I need this in my life expeditiously. It is phenomenal. Also, he's low-key petty, high-key petty, because if you scroll through just his like page of all of his artwork, why does he have this scene <laughs> from What Does Love Have to Do With It where Ike is trying to make... <laughs> make Tina eat this cake <laughs> why <laughs> why does he have it why does he have a painting of Phaedra from a, uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion many many years ago when she was reading Kenya why does he have it <laughs> cracks me up he said art can be funny too no the color purple silly one is taking me out yes and I like how he would like he did something creative for me for um content. How like he'll paint his hand and then he'll like draw the person and then like it'll zoom in and all of a sudden it's a table. Sir, I wish you nothing but luck. I wish you nothing but the best. I cannot wait for you to do each one of our tables. So we cannot wait, but I hope you continue to do what you do. I really hope that Beyonce see your stuff and then beyond you do a piece for Beyonce or whatever celebrity, because I think that would be dope too. And with that, we thank you. We give you all your flowers and uh y'all know we end every single episode with an affirmation and so today's affirmation is every day i see more and more clearly my environment is bright is vibrant and bursting with brightness and serenity my eyes are open and my heart is full that was beautiful and so y'all can follow us on spotify apple podcast youtube amazon google podcast red circle please 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 check out all the naysays at the blog where it's where's my blueprint pod.com where's my blueprint pod and with that, we are over and out. Bye. Peace out.